Welcome to the Cosmic Goodie Bag here on Dash Talk X Radio. I am your host, Carla Cherry. Thank you for joining me. We are delving into the supernatural world, interviewing game changers, authors, ufologists, mediums, sacred sight junkies, even pet psychics. Why am I doing this? Sometimes it's the red pill. Sometimes it's the blue pill. Sometimes you just slip and fall down the rabbit hole and you get a timeshare there. Our mission is to expand our consciousness and find some personal power. Do you want some personal power? I'm tired of watching super superhero movies. I want a little bit of that for myself. My guests have studied ancient texts, researched the supernatural, and so together, let's figure out what the heck they're talking about. Strap in. Okay, so we're going. All right, here we are. It's Carla Cherry with Cosmic Goodie Bag. We have Dylan Lewis Monroe on the show today. He's the creator of the Q Map. He calls it the Q Web. He started a project called the Deep State Mapping Project. And so we are going to get into all things conspiracies today. So I want to ask you, Dylan, um, where did the idea come from and why a map? I've been an artist for about five years full time. And my previous project was coming to an end and Trump was being inaugurated. And since Trump had actually come on the Alex Jones show before, like during the election cycle, there was the sentiment that like he's open to conspiracies and that like it might be okay, safe at least for conspiracy theorists to sort of come out of the closet finally. Um, So as he was being inaugurated, I sort of started this new art project, like not even realizing how big it would become, but it was basically like exposing conspiracies through art. And the Women's March really inspired me to do the first piece that was like a list of different conspiracies. And in the beginning, it was intended to be like a multi, well, I guess sort of like multimedia projects, like some digital art, some portraiture. That's how it started. And then it just got more and more complex over 2017. And then in 2018, with the QWeb being released, uh, I think I just lost you on the Instagram live, but, but I'll just keep <laughs> trying to join my live again. Um, 2018, with the QWeb being released, it just got even more complex and has gained in complexity since. So, What is the difference between the Illuminati, the Cabal, the Deep State? All these words are getting thrown around. Is there a yeah. difference between the three? So the, the Deep State is like the new buzzword for it. Um, sort of, I think Fox News has promoted that one mostly. And actually, that's the one that tr- sort of triggers liberals nowadays. Oh. But it's the same idea. It's basically, you know, the shadow government. And um, yeah, different people do have different de- definitions of it. For me, Deep State really means like contained within the U.S. government. Okay. Um, but obviously, like the Illuminati is a more overarching term. Like, I think the Illuminati covers more like, you know, celebrities, royalty, um, people who are really high up monetarily. Um, Speaking of the Illuminati, like, I want to hear some stories. Like, what what are some (laughs) (laughs) stories? No, because you, I find myself, and I think a lot of us find ourselves, you know, in in the rabbit hole on the weekends and like trying to figure out like, what is this deal? Like, what's the deal with Beyonce and the symbol in their hands? And what's the deal with Justin Timberlake and all those random symbols that just happen to be placed in the videos. What's the deal with the Illuminati? Yeah, like, what's the story? That's really where it's most apparent and where, you know, people throw around the symbols and the words the most. Like, it really isn't, it might even not be, like, a real concrete, you know, brick-and-mortar society that people, like, walk into. But I think in celebrity culture is, like, actually, like, the best evidence that some organization called the Illuminati does still exist and that they use, you know, the eye as their symbol. I mean, that's on the dollar bill, but um, 
it's, you know, it's clear that Freemasons do exist in this country, that they have concrete lodges you can walk into and see, but the Illuminati is a much more secretive organization if it even, if it even exists. And it might exist through like different organizations of other names. Like for example, that Nexium cult, that sex cult that's getting busted. It's like that could easily be one of the main like hubs of the Illuminati. And I've also heard that Scientology is sort of like a public name that is actually basically the Illuminati connected wow. to that. What's the Nexium cult? Nexium, I just know it as like a sex cult because that's basically how it's been exposed in the media. I'm not sure what it was meant to be. Um, maybe it was like a sex club or something, but it's basically an organization that was trafficking uh, human trafficking and celebrities were involved like Alison Mack a, cele- a female celebrity from Smallville I think has been arrested for being involved with that and the founders are in deep legal trouble right now It's something that QAnon has exposed and that has actually come out in the media as one of like the sealed indictments that's actually come to fruition All right, you not okay. Sorry. I was talking and now I'm approving you for my live <laughs> Welcome, Carla from Cosmic Goodie Bag. Everybody go follow her. Um, Up and coming new news media channel. Well, yeah, I don't know if I take on the title of media. There you are. (laughs) But, okay, cool. So we're doing it. Oh, my God, you guys. Citizen journalism. Citizen journalism, exactly. I mean, I, you know, here's the thing. I came in through sort of the E.T., Door. I feel like everybody comes in through different doors to the conspiracy theory stuff, which I, we have to come up with a new word for conspiracy theory, right? The conspiracy theory situation, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that's your... I like truther, truther, or just... <laughs> yeah, truth-seeking. You know, I came in through the ET world because I started reading and I found out the massive culture cover-up with ETs, and then I've had my own experiences. So I'm like, you can't tell me that I'm not having this experience. You know what I mean? Like that, that's my own experience. So, and then you have all these other ideas that are, you know, being covered up. And I'm so excited that you're putting it all on a map. So, because I've spent weekends down the rabbit hole and, you know, you end up like in some random, when you end up on like a random video at the end, like you're just like, okay, I've gone too far. So it's good that you're putting it all in one (laughs) map. I love that you're giving that service. So where, okay. What is where we go one one week go all? Where did that come from? That came from QAnon. Um, it was just something he had posted and people figured out. Like first he had said where we go one we go all and then he simplified it to just WWG1 WGA. <laughs> and um, first he had just posted it and then later on people realized it was actually a quote from the movie White Squall, which okay. there's a whole slew of connections. It's like it's connected to like Ridley Scott, I think. And like, there's like a bell in it and there's like Kennedy. It's, there's, it's like this whole complex thing. <laughs> but um, basically that's just like a rally cry for QAnon and it's connected to that movie. And actually in the Grammys, I think it was, they actually had like a tribute to Jeff Bridges and they showed a clip of that movie with that quote in it. So really? there's a few different reasons. People think that like this alliance connected to QAnon sort of like took over the Grammys and like threw in the Q propaganda, like in not propaganda, but like the Q isms like into the Grammys. Really? Um, there was also like this woman handing out Fiji water bottles, which has a whole other connection to like QAnon and like signifies a uh, human trafficking bus going on. But yeah, so we think that QAnon has infiltrated Hollywood to a degree and, you know, starting to drain the swamp on the West Coast as well as the East Coast, hopefully. 
So I have to ask you a question right up top because, you know, I didn't, I, I started off, you know, as a Democrat and thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm a woman, pro-woman, all that. And, um, but just lately, like the smearing, like people who are into the red hat, make America great again, you know, they're smearing it as Nazi, racist. You know, I went on to like the Q um, Wikipedia. And when I met you at Conscious Life Expo, I was like, you are the furthest thing from a white race <laughs> like Nazi like so I I mean come on like you're the furthest thing from that and so can you speak to that because I think you know I live in Hollywood and I've worked in the film industry and a lot of people are just so afraid of being like seen as crazy and so they've they've the, the word conspiracy is synonymous with crazy now so people are so afraid of it or getting away from it like in the mainstream so can you speak to that. Yeah, I mean, what political party am I is basically what you're asking, which I'm fine talking about. It's like, it's become so taboo because the media has made it so into black and white and tried to like divide people so much and create a conflict. But um, or like the first few elections since I was able to vote, like I don't even think I really voted because I was, you know, kind of just like thought the whole system was so corrupt, it didn't matter. Um, then I pretty much considered myself, I would say like, in my mind at least, it's gonna sound bad now, but I consider myself like far left. Um, Cause you know, I was like really liberal and stuff. I, you know, I was living in New York and um, that was just the culture. And you know, I consider myself further left than even most of the leftists. But then um, the first time I voted, I think I, I voted like libertarian and then actually in 2016, I voted green party. Um, but you know, ever since Trump became a candidate, like I did not feel like he was a Republican candidate. Like I knew he was running for the Republican party, but you know, all, all signs indicate that he was more of like a threat to the establishment Republican party. What, and wait, so what I didn't consider signs? What are those signs? Well, just that the traditional media attacked him so hardcore, like, you know, the Bushes indicate they didn't like him. Um, I think, you know, like a lot of these international organizations, like the Council on Foreign Relations, maybe not during the election campaign, but eventually like they came out as against him. And, you know, he came out against all these globalist policies that the Republicans had been pushing. So even though he was on the Republican platform, it was like a totally different campaign. Mm -hmm. um, so I never really considered him a Republican even. And he's really more like an outsider to me that's it's like it's kind of a joke that people do actually consider him a Republican because he's taken all the Republican policies and sort of flushed them down the toilet. So yeah, I mean, I consider him, he ran Republican probably for, for tactical reasons. And um, I just consider him more of an independent candidate. <laughs> we were talking earlier about the Illuminati, the cabal, the deep state. So you think that the Hollywood is named the deep state, but in the Illuminati is more in the in, uh, celebrity industry and cabal is just an overarching term? I think cabal is probably like the best term because it's sort of like the least specific. And like, no, everybody knows there's not like a specific organization called like the cabal, but it's like, it's kind of the best term to use because that in, that cabal would include Illuminati and deep state. Like, like I said before, deep state to me is like, means kind of like within the government. Okay. That's why I almost want to rename, rename my project so that I can like expand like further to more topics. Um, and then Illuminati is sort of within like the world of secret societies. Um, the Cabal definitely would include like the Illuminati, the, the deep state, the shadow government, and definitely would include um, these international organizations like think, ta think tanks, the Council on Foreign Relations, CFR, and then including like nobility as well. So Cabal is probably the best term to use, but you know, Cabal Mapping Project doesn't have like the ring to it. <laughs> 
So I just want to say hello to everybody that's joining. Thank you so much for joining. We've got lots of people coming on. We're talking to Dylan Lewis Monroe of the Deep State Mapping Project. He has taken all these conspiracies that a lot of us have spent a lot of time um, reading and looking into, and he's put it all into a map, and we are going to get into some of those now. I want to know, what's the deal with the creepy Denver airport? Oh my God, the Denver airport. <laughs> A lot of theories behind that one <laughs> and they've been com all coming out into the open recently like I just saw they've put up a new gargoyle statue that talks to people and like makes jokes about it being like an Illuminati fortress or something are you serious but so I definitely have, you have to tell people who don't know about the Dylan about, about the Denver Airport what what how would you describe it the, the weirdest thing is that there's certain art pieces in it that are very like Illuminati-esque so there's right. like a horse outside that people say is basically like the of the apocalypse it has red glowing eyes and then there was a huge mural of like it looks sort of like a nazi soldier with a gas mask like taking over Excellent. the world and like just like despair <laughs> and then there's there's like a plaque that says like you know masons built this entire airport and then just recently they're doing renovations and there's all kinds of um billboards like saying just making jokes about these theories that people had already had and so it just, it just piles up. So basically the premise of all these theories is that while they were building it, they did this huge amount of underground work and that it is sort of like a hub, an underground hub base under the airport. And I don't What's think anyone's actually proven that. <laughs> What's under there? It could be like a continuity of government program. Like I, I have been to the Greenbrier Hotel and I think it's like Virginia where they built out a whole underground bunker where the whole government could go in the case of a nuclear disaster. And so it could definitely be something like that. But I mean, the extent of our government's underground bunker, deep, um, deep underground base is so extensive. Most people don't even realize it's not just for continuity of government. It's like they've built a whole fucking empire underground. Tell and me, just tell me about it. Pretend like it doesn't exist. And pretend, we're, and nobody knows. Like so, the, the, how I heard about it is through the alien stuff. Is because there's deep yeah. there's a, uh, underground uh, secret space program. So you're saying it's more extensive than that. And like, can you? Give well, everyone knows that. Yeah, everyone knows that there's underground bases. Like we just don't know the extent of it. But but when you look up an image of say like a tunnel boring machine, okay, so they um, have these machines that are literally like three stories wide that can just like bore a huge hole through the earth. And like, that's how they build basically these, I mean, you can see pictures of these machines and it's like, well, if they've built these machines, like clearly they're using them, but they never really tell people like how much they've used them, like how far these underground tunnels go. Are you interested in starting your own podcast? You're in luck. I've created Power Up Podcast, a fully instructive online course so you don't have to start from scratch. Including all things technical, the secrets and the systems I've learned over the years. I've spent hours in research and development and ready to share it with you now. All for $149 DIY style. Or for $295, you have full access to me for four 30-minute consultation calls. Start your podcast now. Or maybe you'll have a friend that's ready to start a podcast and they've been talking about it. It's a great time to share it with them. It'd be a great way to support the show as well. I'm a one-man band over here trying to get all this information out and I'd love your support. Check Cosmic Goodie Bag. That's goodie with a Y. Com for details. And you know, you can look up theoretical maps of like the underground tunnel system in America. Like I think Phil, Phil Snyder, who's on the Cuba, was one of like the whistleblowers who was talking about like the extent of these underground bases. Um, and he he died eventually. I'm not sure. I think he probably got murdered. Oh my god. <laughs> but sorry, Phil. That's... Rest in peace. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's extensive. Like no one knows the full extent of it, but oh my god. It goes 
It goes deep for sure. No pun intended. Okay, next one, next one. Um, what is, what are the Knights of Templars? Am I saying that right? Knights Templar Knights or Templar. Knight Tem Knights Templars. Uh, the Vatican created them to carry out the Crusades. They're basically like the elite of the army during the Crusades. And they uh, established the modern banking system pretty much. They, after the Crusades, they moved into Switzerland, made that their home base, used basically the same logo as the, their symbol. Like they had a red cross on a white background before as their uniform. And then when they established Switzerland, they switched it to like the red background with the white cross so no one would notice. <laughs> Um, yeah, you won't, I don't think you'll really find that in like normal history books, but there's a lot of evidence that that's kind of how Switzerland was formed. And so um, I just want to acknowledge somebody said, are you going to make a map of the underground tunnels? Who is well, that? you can already find one. I mean, and I'm not sure if it's accurate because, you know, this is coming from like leakers and whistleblowers, but you can find on Google, just search for like map of the underground base system in the U.S. And you can see how the main hubs, like where it's connected. Like I know Dulles, New Mexico is like a huge underground base. And then it's like connected to Denver and it's connected to obviously like L.A. It goes all over the country, though, obviously to D.C. as well. And, you know, people even say that these underground tunnels connect the whole world, like the different continents, and that really? there's a lot of theories of extensive underground bases happening in Antarctica as well. Let's go to Antarctica. What's going on there? What's going on there? <laughs> um, de depends, depends who you ask, um, <laughs> for sure. There, there's definitely evidence that the Nazis, like, led, like, a real photographed, you can look it up, expedition there. Um, they called it New Schwabenland. It was basically like an extension of Nazi Germany, like during World War II. And so they were down there even before the war, like developing infrastructure and research facilities. And then, you know, during the war, they kind of kept a low profile down there. And we think that after like the war technically ended in Europe, that the, the leaders of the Nazis basically retreated to Antarctica and as well, like South America. And so then, uh, the U.S. tried to route them out. That was called Operation High Jump. They got turned away by advanced flying saucer technology. But then eventually the Nazis infiltrated our government through Project Paperclip. And so the U.S. and the Nazis sort of like merged and they both started developing Antarctica together. So, you know, there's no telling like how, how many different people are involved in Antarctica now, but there's definitely probably still like the original Nazi bases. There's definitely still like American bases that have been developed there. Um, and then people say that there's even like extraterrestrial bases there. Yes. If you've listened to any of Corey, Corey Good's testimony, who, you know, he's a secret space program whistleblower that has given very uh, extensive and um, uh, amazing testimony about the extraterrestrial species and, you know, places he's visited. And I didn't put him on the Q web, Corey Good, because I'm just, it's like, it's so out there right. that... I don't really know where to draw the line with him. And like a lot of his information isn't really corroborated that much. Okay. Um, some people will say it is, but you know, there's not really photo evidence or like, it's not as hard. Like I try to keep it more like concrete information on the Q web. Um, so his is a little more wishy-washy, but it's definitely possible that it's all true, but it's also possible that there's some um, misinformation strewn in. So it's interesting testimony to be aware of Corey Good, but I wouldn't take it like, without a grain of salt. So, okay, I'm glad that you said that because a friend of mine, um, uh, Dave, shout out to David French, who I talk to about Q stuff all the time. He wanted me to ask you, um, do you and, and don't kill me, David, for just saying 
shout out to you, but <laughs> you wanted me to ask like <laughs> of all the things like on the map, like, do you feel, it was interesting that you just said that, that, you know, I'm not putting Corey good on because some of the stuff is too out there. Do you feel like all the stuff that's on the map is vetted and proven? And yeah, let's see the map. Um, most of it kind of is. I mean, I just having this argument with my father yesterday that, you know, it's really the most of the 20th century information is based on declassified information. Okay. And then, you know, most of the stuff from pre 20th century is like, um, people just don't know the history of the middle ages, like at all. Like we're not taught any of this shit about like the Jesuits or like, you know, the French revolution in American history classes. We're just not taught that stuff. So right. it's like, you can know it or not. Like it's pretty much the establishment mainstream history. So I, you know, in my presentation at conscious life, I did say, you know, the most sort of theoretical unproven section is like the ET section. Um, you know, right here, like this bubble, basically, like not right. even this section, because this is like the government projects from the ET program that most of them have been exposed. Right. But you know, most of most of the stuff on here is pretty much pretty well confirmed, I would say. Yeah, because I, you know, going back to Antarctica for a second, and people are shocked to find out about that. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that when you when you first hear it, it is so shocking, and then you have to take time to absorb it and go, really? I mean, but you know. Yeah. Shout out to Linda Moulton Howe, um, who was at Conscious Life Expo. She's been researching this stuff about the ETs since the 80s because she had on big battery packs. She was a journalist. She walked near the mutilated cows. She was trying to figure out what happened to the cows. Nobody was talking about it. And whenever she got near the cows, the battery pack would stop. And then when she would walk away from it, the battery pack would work again. So, hmm, that's weird. Oh, yeah, but she's that's on, definitely a phenomenon. Yeah, so she's done the whole stuff with... Um, Antarctica, and she said that they've recently gone down. And you have to act, wonder, like right after Trump got elected, the princes went there. The um, the the princes went there. Who else went there? Um, like all these random people. Um, uh, Joe Biden went to Antarctica. Like I heard John John Kerry. Yeah. Why? I mean, this is the day after the election. Antarctica, by the way, does not have five star Hiltons. So. You know, these are some, this is some random <laughs> travel. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're like people who are high up in the industry. So, um, yeah. yeah. I think I even heard like the Pope went there, but it's like, you got to wonder like if some of these stories are true, but people are definitely like going there and coming back for reasons that are not being disclosed. Well, she was saying that they have found um, the black sun on the back of these doors. They're made out of um, material. Yeah, you should check out the, her stuff. She mm -hmm. just, yeah, I know that you were busy. That wouldn't it. surprise me. Yeah, that's an interesting symbol, the black sun. There's, there's not a whole lot of... There's not a lot of information out there about that black sun symbol, but it's definitely connected with like the Nazi occult yeah. elite. She said that these doors were made out of a material that we don't have the, t um, the capability or technology to, to carve and they're huge and they're heavy and that you would touch them with a, uh, your index finger and it would lightly gently open. And there was a black, the black sun symbol was on the back of the doors. So, you know, just even more confirmation. I mean, because when you hear stuff like Antarctica is a base where there's aliens and it's connected to the Nazis and people hid there. But, you know, there is the, um, what was it, Admiral Byrd? Tell us about uh, what you know about Admiral Byrd. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing that I read. Well, he led that big expedition, the big expedition down there to try to get rid of the rest of the Nazis. And they got turned away, supposedly, by flying saucers. So... Um, you know, the extent of that story's like veracity, like I'm not 100%, but there's definitely photographs 
So the, the, for me, like the main proof of these Antarctica theories, like there's so many people like throwing out, you know, theories about it. But for me, yeah. the main proof is a like the photographs of Nazis going there and like establishing their bases, which like it's there's photographic evidence. It's like that happened, and b photographs that this expedition, the um, Operation High Jump with what's his name. Uh, Admiral Byrd, <laughs> that, you know, there's photographs that that actually happened and that they took, you know, way more ships and, and equipment than that they would have needed for like a normal scientific expedition. So, right, right. What um, that you know, those two things are established history and, you know, whether, whether UFOs attack them or not is, you know, there's no photographs of that. Probably if there were photographs, they would have Gosh. been very highly classified Gosh. and kept secret. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these things, I'm pretty sure they did happen. I'm pretty sure he got repelled by the flying saucers. Because th there's also photographs, not from Antarctica, but there's photographs of Nazi flying saucers. Now, are those real photographs or are those, um, you know, fraud or like, fo not Photoshop, but, you know, people could like, <laughs> some people set up UFO photographs with like tin cans and stuff. And like, I have, a, you know, my gut feeling is that these photographs you can find of Nazi UFO UFOs, like, I think it's called like Haribu 2 or something was the, the name of their craft. Um, it's on okay. here. Um, Han, Hanabu 2. Hanabu 2. Um, you know, I think these photographs, mm -hmm, I think these photographs of Nazi UFOs are legit and that, you know, if they were developing these during World War II, it's conceivable that they had a whole fucking fleet of them in Antarctica that <laughs> repelled Admiral Bird when he tried to go down. So it's so it's crazy. It's like there, there's enough evidence here. There's enough evidence here that you can like make the logical connections in your mind, even though there's not photographic evidence of everything. Majestic 12. So Majestic 12 is connected to some of like the earliest UFO related projects in the US government. Okay. Um, so I actually read this book called The US Navy Secret Space Program by Michael Sala that right. talked a lot about that. And I learned a few new things that aren't even on the QAB. Like, early on so there was like supposedly ufos flew over los angeles we shot right. a few of them down in like 1942 and then tried to like reverse engineer their technology right and a unit was formed in the government called the interplanetary phenomenon unit i think i okay. like ipu <laughs> and majestic 12 is connected to that so it's like this this secretive group within the government that was assigned to research and figure out the ET phenomenon. Why do you think we're, it's being hidden? And, uh, and also, can people see me and hear me? I just heard that I should refresh. Can I'm not sure about on Instagram. Like Instagram, you're looking pretty <laughs> frozen and it's like a thinking signal. But you're, I think I you might want to just let go of Instagram, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can keep going, but I mean, a lot of people have joined and they're all trying I am to... seeing some people making comments. MJ, M oh. All right, so Deep Time 17 says MJ12 was a PSYOP to get the public off topic. Um, okay, I've heard that theory, but I don't know. Like, I've seen declassified documents about MJ12 that look pretty realistic. So, I mean, yeah, they could be doing that. But it's, it's, whether it's called MJ12 or not, it's like they definitely had like, uh, units assigned to research the extraterrestrial phenomenon. Maybe it was like maybe the IPU was the real name for what the general public thinks was MJ12. Like that's a possibility because ah. there basically would have been assigned like the same task. So okay, Marilyn Monroe. I know we asked about that before, but what's the deal, Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> well, supposedly part of the reason. So she was definitely having an affair with Kennedy. I think most people kind of know that. You've heard like the. 
Both Happy brothers, birthday, right? Mr. <laughs> so, I mean, it could have, A, been just like a huge um, PR disaster if she, you know, if that got out. And B, like he could have shared certain information with her. Like I've heard one theory that he might have shared information about extraterrestrials with her, that the reason Kennedy was assassinated was partially because he wanted to, um, you know, expose extraterrestrials, make it public. Right. So she could have had something to do with that. I mean, it could just be another Illuminati sacrifice, like, you know, Whitney Houston style or Michael oh. Jackson style. Okay, tell me. By the way, um, can, we talk about, can we talk about Michael Jackson on this live? Please, please, let's talk about Michael Jackson. First of all. That's my boy. Everybody know he had, he was a grown man with a merry-go-round in his yard. So, I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as a parent, I would never have let my, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, play with the merry-go-round, but, you know, come night, now come nightfall, we're going home. So. <laughs> you're, then you're a, you're a good parent. You're a better parent than some of these parents that were probably just trying to get a lawsuit out of him. Yeah, so I just want to know, but my heart loves Michael Jackson. So, I mean, I, th that's a whole thing. But I do want to say, um, what's the older black gentleman comic that is awesome that broke all this stuff down? Um, spacing. He was amazing. He just died recently. Oh, my God. We should look that up. But anyway, he, if you go into his stuff, he would talk about how Michael Jackson was, like, murdered. And his whole theory was it was he was murdered with a laser. Like, whoops. Did you hear that? Huh? What? <laughs> you I just didn't hear that one. You I mean, I thought he was murdered with the propofol. With a what? With the propofol. I mean, he, yeah, he, I thought, I, I, um, I thought, like, basically his doctor killed him with the propofol, or who knows what happened. I mean, maybe they put in something even stronger to actually kill him, but, um, it was, it was partially, you know, all these conspiracies, there's, there's a logistical element where okay. they want to like stop someone from talking. And then there's also a monetary element where they, they want to make a huge insurance scam. And so I think with Michael Jackson it was both of those, like there was people that wanted the music library that he owned. Right. And right. they also wanted to, to collect the insurance on that um, concert tour he was going to do in the UK. Right. Um, but so in terms, in terms of if he's like a child molester or not, like for me with Michael Jackson, it's like, he was brought into this so young. Like right. if that, if he was brought into the Illuminati, like at the age of fucking five, you know? Oh, you think so? So is that for sure? For yeah. sure. Okay. How do you know for that? For sure. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the level of fame he achieved at a young age. I mean, any child actor okay. is pretty much like... In, in the time period we're talking about, any child actor is pretty much guaranteed to have been abused in some way and okay. um, you know, brought into that culture. So if he was brought into that culture at that age, he probably grew up thinking like, it's normal to do this with kids. And so even if he did like abuse these kids, it's like, this is what he was taught from a young age. So it's like, how can you really blame him? Like, unless someone came in and did like reverse MKUltra on him to turn him into a normal person and, you know, break him out of this Illuminati um, bloodlines of the Illuminati culture, then, you know, I mean, definitely he would be responsible to a degree. But I also think that, um, I don't know, like, I don't want to pass judgment either way, but, you know, it's possible that he was brought up in this lifestyle, but then you know, like was entertaining these kids trying to like maybe protect them from it in a way. So he would like have them in his house, but like not really like sexually abuse them, like just do like really weird and appropriate stuff, but not really like sexually abuse them. Okay. And that's kind of what Macaulay Culkin and um, what's his other name? Corey Feldman are saying, because they were like the, really good friends with Michael Jackson. 
Do you know about the Finding Neverland, the movie that just came out? I, I've definitely heard people talking about it. I haven't watched it yet, though. Okay, but so I feel like that's going to be like not really. Um, I feel like that's going to be like not the full picture, like not a completely objective standpoint, because it's kind of trying to be. It's definitely like from what I've heard is trying to paint him as like this like pedophore monster, which I think, you know, it's like we might not really know because there's definitely still people de defending him. Like I said, Macaulay Culkin and Corey Feldman. So it's like if you're not looking at both sides of the picture, you're not really being objective. Yeah, because Macaulay Culkin has, has defended him throughout, right? And so has Feldman like defended him. Macaulay Culkin is definitely the most trustworthy person in Hollywood. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like that is such murky waters. Okay, so hold on. There was something that just dropped on cue now that I'm in this whole cue thing. Um, Hillary being dangerous to children. Did you see that one? About Q said so? Yeah, yeah. Something about Q and Hillary being dangerous to I children. wouldn't leave my children with... I would leave my children with Michael Jackson before Hillary. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But what is and the I deal? I don't have any because children, so I'll take it from which... People have such a hard time with that. Like, what... Just in a nutshell, what is the what are the claims? So actually, I just posted something in my Instagram story. I learned more about Hillary Clinton recently. Um, someone was talking to me on Instagram about like the mothers of darkness. So there's a theory that while our world might look like it's a patriarchy from right. the outside or from like the common perspective, that right. on a very high secretive level, it's actually like a matriarchy that's like ruling. Really? And that it's like basically like dark witches that form this thing called like the motherhood of darkness and so oh, the idea is that hillary might be a part of that and that she she might actually rank higher than bill in terms of like illuminati ranking system because you know all this like freemasonry and illuminati it's all hierarchical like they have titles and it's like if you like you know if who's above who basically um so in the book bloodlines of the illuminati which is kind of like between Bloodlines of the Illuminati and um, Behold the Pale Horse by Bill Cooper, it's like these two are like the conspiracy Bibles pretty much. Like okay. they like broke it down like so hard. And so I was just reading in Bloodlines, like I looked up Mothers of Darkness in the index and yeah, it says like Hillary is part of this like Mothers of Darkness. Like she's confirmed to be practicing like shamanic witchcraft, like black you magic. Oh Lord, I need to put um, you know, not sure. right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need to protect myself right and now. And so I, I mean, that's just... That definitely comes with the territory of like, you know, the pedivorism, like the child sacrifice. So, you Oof. know, there's not direct evidence of her doing anything to children, I don't think, but it's like, she's like in that territory. And so we know that like those rituals come with the territory. Okay, so we have a question. My name is pronounced lost in space. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> have you heard of higher dimensional secret societies? I was looking... Have you heard of higher dimensional secret societies? I was looking into the Merkaba activation and people apparently need to get initiated by higher dimensional something. Um, go ahead. That is kind of a little bit above master conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> you might want to go to 5D. 5D awakening consciousness for that one. Okay, that's fair enough. That's <laughs> so fair. in terms, like, I'll just say people have asked me or told me about these, like, the light side of the secret society world, because, like, I'm kind of focused on, like, the Illuminati, the dark side of the secret society world. And there are people who say that there's this, like, 
great white brotherhood is basically composed of like the ascended masters okay. and um you know like a, a like white dragon society on earth which is basically like good people that run secret societies that try to like counteract these bad ones and it's like i'm hoping this exists um i don't i haven't seen like a whole lot of evidence of it like there's definitely a lot more concrete evidence of like the dark side of society's existence and like their their impact on the world right. but um it's like kind of by common logic, like the yin yang, you kind of think like, well, there has to be some kind of counterbalance to this. Right. Um, I definitely do believe that there are like positive ET forces that have prevented humanity from basically annihilating the earth with nuclear war. Like there's evidence that they've disabled I've heard that. Um, nuclear silos. There's evidence that even like live ballistic missiles in the air have been disabled by ETs. Right. And so... I think we do have some kind of like protectors on a higher level um, uh, to answer the question. Like, I don't know how to get in contact with them to activate your macabre. Like I'm <laughs> definitely down to do it. Like if you, if you figure out how to DM me. <laughs> no, there are people that do do that. I've inter I've interviewed people that know how to do that. And um, it's not that hard. Um, you know, the thing is about becoming psychic and, and you know, all these tools that we have, we are, we are in a technology, our body is a technology and all you have to do is figure out how to use it. Right. So, so, I was going to ask you, um, are you, and by the way, I just want to give the number. Um, we are going to try this live call thing. If it doesn't work, we'll just do Instagram. But if you want to try calling at Dash Studios, still call. Crazy. Yeah, call him. Call him. 323-230-4610. 323-230-4610. And we're going to try to get your voice on. And look, any jokers, I will shoot you back down the, sh back down the chute because... We're, we're, this is a serious <laughs> I mean, we're having fun, but you know. And will, will, we, will we be able to hear the voices on the air? I mean, we're going to try. And, and if we don't, then <laughs> this is all exciting. That would be amazing. 323 230 4610. 323 230 4610. Okay, give us a call if you want. Um, okay, and then you'll tell me if they're. You got one caller? No, that's awesome. Okay, we, we don't have a call yet. <laughs> <I'll go back. laughs> okay, so, all right. We're definitely pushing the limits of the bandwidth with like the Instagram live and the Zoom live. So. Which, you know what I mean? We roll on the wild side, you know what I mean? We're pushing it all. You gotta push the technology, you know? You're pushing the technology. So I wanna ask you, do you ever feel scared that you're revealing all this or have you had any backlash, you know? Cause we talk about like, like Amber Smith, it's like, they killed my dog and like all kinds of people are, you know, getting hurt. Not to bring it up, but I'm just saying like, do you, yeah. do you, have you had, first of all, they've cut, they've shut down your um, Shopify, right? With no explanation, yeah. which is bullshit, by the way. Um, I haven't had any real like physical intimidation like that. I'd say like the main things have been these like business roadblocks, like Shopify is the main one. And then the other main thing that happened business wise was I was supposed to have a whole set of merchandise at the Met show that opened in September. I was supposed to have posters and t-shirts, which was going to be like a huge thing for me. At which show? Um, the Metropolitan um, Everything is Connected Conspiracy Art Show. Oh. So yeah, I was supposed to have like a big section of the gift shop for, for Master Conspiracy Deep State Mapping Project. But um, that it was all being developed like around August, around the time when all the mainstream media released their first like slew of articles about QAnon. And at that time when those articles released were released, everyone at the Met design department who is like a liberal, uh, you know, Hillary voter was like, we cannot be selling like the cube map merchandise. <laughs> and so all that merch got canceled at the last minute. 
Um, my, my artwork was still published in the exhibits catalog, but all the merch was canceled, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so it was, those are the two main like so business financial. roadblocks. I haven't, yeah, financial. Well, that's their only power now because I think with QAnon, like this is the whole reason I started the project was that, you know, the CIA has lost the ability to go after these like not whistleblowers, but, you know, conspiracy theorists that are like, you know, stirring the pot because they're too busy covering their own ass. You know, a lot of them are probably headed from Gitmo soon because of these like sealed indictments, the mass arrests that are going to happen. Tell, tell us about so that. I feel, people, tell us about that for people who don't know. Like I keep hearing two things I keep hearing, sealed indictments, sealed indictments, they're coming out. And then also... Um, I have friends that follow Q that say, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, these big things are coming, and then they seem to be disappointed that they don't come. What are the things that they're promising that are coming? Is it like Hillary's arrest, and why isn't it coming? And yeah, those are my questions. Um, well, that's a big one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we're expecting this whole like Mueller investigation combined with like, there's like an opposite side of the Mueller investigation, which is like the Huber investigation of like the crimes of the Obama administration and the Clinton Foundation. Um, so we have basically like two investigations going on, like one targeting Trump and one targeting the Obama administration. Right. And, you know, this one's like not really showing too much uh, evidence that like Trump has colluded with the Russians, even though like liberals will say otherwise if they've been listening to CNN. But so like once this investigation dissolves, I think, like, we don't even know, like, Mueller, there's some theories that say Mueller might actually be working for Trump, just, like, stringing this along for some reason. Right. Um, but there is, you know, people who understand, like, the legal system have revealed that there is this huge amount of sealed indictments building up across the country, which is basically court cases that are um, tried in private, and then there are, like, they make the arrest all at once of, like, a group of people. It's, like, it's designed for mafia style prosecution so like right. organized crime which is what, what we're dealing with you know what we've been dealing with for the past you know 50 years is a massive organized crime ring that's been like running our country and the world um so they have figured out this way to actually prosecute them through these sealed indictments now that you know we have a president that is not part of that cabal and right. you know, he has appointed people this guy Huber who's like working out of Utah I think to organize all these sealed indictments and you know they've been working for the past almost three years like accumulating them and there's you know hundreds in each in each state there's like hundreds of indictments for supposedly like the whole cabal is like headed to like FEMA camps and Gitmo but like who knows I mean I'm not like holding my breath like honestly like I don't even look at the QAnon posts like that religiously anymore just because it, it has gone on for so long that it's like almost become a little bit of a joke. Like I, it's still like dead serious, of course, but it's just like, you know, you look like an idiot at this point if you're like me like, oh, like March 5th, something's going to happen. Like, cause it's like something right. might happen behind the scenes, but it's like, yeah. they have to be so careful about this because, you know, they are trying to take down the people, the same people who designed our legal system. So it's right. like, you've got to be like outsmarting them. Like, like they say, 5D chess, you know, it's not going to be a simple like walk on the door, bang on the door and like arrest someone. It's going to be like, like they have lawyers too. Like they own all the lawyers. Like the whole legal system is tied into the Masonic system. Okay. So, so do you think when you, uh, do you, did you ever get into David Icke? Did you ever read his stuff? Like, I mean, he goes I all the way. I love David <laughs> it goes, you love him. It goes all the way, it always goes straight back to lizards. You know what I mean? All the way back to lizards. By the way, if you guys have a question, Please ask. Um, feel free to call in. And uh, David Ike. Yeah, but David Ike, like, what's what's like? Do you think it all goes back to lizards? 
Okay, here we are. He's on there. David Icke. Yeah, he's on there. David Icke's on there. It's like, I feel like David Icke, Alex Jones, and Bill Cooper are really like the forefathers of the modern conspiracy mythos. Not, it's not a mythos. It's like, you know, conspiracy research because they really like blaze the trails in a lot of different areas. And, you know, David Icke definitely covers the extraterrestrial element that Alex Jones stays away from. So between right. the two of them, it's like a much more complete picture. But even, you know, and, and it's now they've become even more divided because like they have collaborated before. But, um, you know, now Alex Jones is like a thousand percent pro-Trump and David Icke is like a thousand percent anti-Trump. And so it's like, who do we trust? <laughs> Wait, say that again, um, say that again. Who, who's, who's anti-Trump? David Icke is anti-Trump oh. and anti-QAnon. Like he, actually David Icke just published an interview like last week saying that QAnon is the same old charade of like, like people believing something's going to happen and then it never happens and then just keep believing it. It's basically like stringing people along, you know, trying to keep the peace. And, um, you know, I think David Icke would definitely say that QAnon is sort of like a partisan, like, an, like basically an anti-Democrat uh, psyop, like a, a pro-Republican psyop. Which, what do you think about that? Well, that's kind of like what turns me off a little bit about QAnon is that it does seem very partisan and that, you know, QAnon has spoken so much about the idea of prosecuting the Obama administration people and the Clintons, but hasn't spoken hardly anything about prosecuting the Bushes and Dick Cheney, who fucking carried out 9-11. So, um, you know, even on 9-11, I was really disappointed when QAnon didn't post anything specifically about the fact that it was like this huge, like, orange section conspiracy here. So, um, I think I, I still believe in QAnon, like I trust the plan or whatever, but like I'm doing my own thing. And I think even after the plan, I think that QAnon has avoided targeting Republicans because, you know, with Trump being running on the Republican Party, like he's trying not to alienate the base too much because he okay. doesn't, you know, one of the hardest things for people to do with all of this information is that admit that they have been wrong about something, you know, right. and so all the Republicans who voted for Trump, like they don't want to admit that they were wrong in voting for Bush. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, th then there's like the small contingent who voted libertarian or whatever, and now, you know, support Trump's agenda, yeah. but that's a very small minority. Well, I just want to say real quickly that um, a friend of mine was saying, you know, you should tell people with QAnon, it's set up to, for one, it's set up in question form. So they're never saying this is how it is. It's, it's always questions. Is that right? Like it's always a question. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, sometimes Q has to come out and be like, Hey, listen, idiots, like this is what I'm trying to say. But most of the time it's set up in this very um, Socratic method of asking questions and leading the researchers on 4chan, 8chan to discover the answers for themselves. I know. I want to ask you before I ask you, I want to ask you who, who do you think Q is, but we have, we do have questions. So I want to say, let's give a shout out to the question. What about Jordan Maxwell comes from PTJ Mentis? Thank you for asking the question. What about Jordan Maxwell? Um, I've watched a little bit of his interviews, but I haven't really even watched the whole thing. So it's, he sounds okay. like he, he's on the right track, but I'm, I'm not as familiar with him. Okay. And then just for people who don't know, who is Q? <laughs> Q, let's see, um, a, a group within the military um, working with Trump. Um, Trump is most likely Q plus when Q signs some of his posts as Q plus, like that's supposedly directly from Trump. But the rest of the Q team would be people working with Trump, um, disseminating this information. So connected with like the Marine, connected with the NSA, connected with General Flynn, 
Um, you know, we don't know exactly who it is. I ended my conscious life speech saying like, maybe it's Baron Trump, but, <laughs> and then like the higher, the higher aspect of Q is that, you know, is this team receiving guidance from an even higher source? So I definitely, um, you know, entertain the thought that this whole operation might be led in a way by some extraterrestrial positive forces yeah. that, that have taken over um, power in this country, you know, taken basically just to say it flat out, like the Pleiadians have taken back power from like the reptilians. <laughs> so like yeah. the, the, the Nazis and like the Bush era people were all aligned with like these like reptilian ETs. Whereas now um, we're thinking that it's basically like the Federation of light, the Pleiadians, um, just the positive ET species are aligned with the you know, Trump and Melania who might be a Pleiadian <laughs> and really? that, these forces might be in a way behind some of like the Q information and the Q project. She does look a little different, right? She looks um, a little different. What's the deal with her white hat? Everybody's like, white hat, white hat when she went to Egypt. Oh, wait, wait, before I ask my question, let me, let me. Do you have any idea why they call it Q? Comes from Susie Wong 40. As a question. Like, wasn't, like a, wasn't that like a Star Trek a lot reference? Of, something? There's about? a lot of weird parallels between the Star Trek Q and QAnon. Like it's sort of like this like omni, yeah, omnipotent yeah. being that like knows, knows the future, the past, and it's like able to control everything time-wise. And so there's definitely connections to that Q. Um, I don't know why he named himself Q. Like Who knows? Who knows? It was a letter. It was easy. He's got all these codes. Yeah, he just made his own. Q for Quebec. No. <laughs> he said that. Kind of like question, like it's like question everything, like he's asking questions. I think so, yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, you just get so tired of the media just shoving, you know, shoving how we're supposed to think. It got ridiculous. Like I've been, I was in comedy and it got so ridiculous and it got, quite honestly, it got a little mean, you know, just got, everybody got so mean in comedy and it's like, you know, this is how we're supposed to do it. I would be at the water cooler. And there would be one person that had the opinion that everybody would look to that person and just agree. The whole hive mind thing is just insane. So, oh, we have another question. Okay. You seem pretty confident with Palladian benevolent interference. Are you one of them? Someone's asking you if you're a Palladian. <laughs> and that's lost in space. Possibly Palladian starseed. Like actually one of the things I was going to tell you guys about was that um, the summer before I did the QWeb, so after I had started the Deep State Mapping Project in like January, that summer, I read the book Teachings of the Pleiadians by Bar Barbara Marcinayak, who's one of like the most well-known Pleiadian channelers. Mm -hmm. And it, super, it really resonated with me, like all of their teachings or whatever. I was like, yep, yep, yep. And in that book, it says, if you're reading this book, like you're probably a Pleiadian starseed. So I know that's sort of like a circular argument, but when I read that, I was like, oh, like maybe, maybe I'm connected, you know, or maybe I'm channeling something. Cause I have been, you know, I've been really interested in channeling since I sort of started learning about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't claim to have like actually like channeled like any of this information directly or like consciously. But I do think that maybe like after I read that book, like, you know, I tapped into something and that on a subconscious level or just like some kind of guidance like led me to have these ideas. Cause um, you know, sometimes I'm like having ideas and I'm just like, I don't really know like, where it's coming from. I mean, I'm not really like intentionally being like, I'm sitting down to channel right now, but it's like, sometimes I'll just be like on a roll, you know, and I'll be like, just on fire. Like, especially if I have a little cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So you, uh, I do, I want to ask you with this map stuff. Now I know you had help and are you channeling it sometimes? Do you feel like you're channeling? 
I'm well, like I just said, like, I'm not, I don't really know how to like consciously channel. Like if you want me to sit down and like go into it right now, like I couldn't, I, I could just come up with like BS. You could, but, learn, um, you could learn that. I could try. I mean, I just saw actually for the first time at Conscious Life, the live channeling by um, Daryl, whoever his last name is, uh, channeling Bashar. Yeah, Bashar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that was really cool to see like a live channeling for the first time because I have watched Barbara Marcinayak's channelings on YouTube a lot, mm -hmm. but I had never seen one in person. And, you know, it's just really amazing to see someone, you know, like go into that trance and then just like yeah. come out with like a totally new personality and just like speaks so fluidly like you know no likes or ums just like knowing exactly what he's saying like going through this list of like seven bullet points and stuff and it's mm. just like wow like either he's like a really great actor or he really is like channeling so tell us about the map uh, i want to know about the health map you're working on you're working on a new map oh yeah the health web so this is the most recent like printout of the health web that okay. got like the symptoms down the middle and okay. then big pharma on the right or okay. the left and holistic medicine on the other side. And so basically you're gonna take like the symptom, you're gonna see like the big pharma remedy, which is just basically most of the time like antihistamines or like antibiotics. And then on the on the other side, you can follow and find like the holistic remedies. And so, you know, I really want this to be like a helpful tool for people right. to be able to like find, you know, the best remedies to different conditions. That's and awesome great that we're like pooling everyone's knowledge because you know it's yeah. not just me doing this research i'm pooling everyone like you know now sixteen thousand subscribers knowledge on to wow. get these maps to be as you know full of good information as possible how can people find you i mean because i know that your shopify is down so so you know check out deepsteepmappingproject.com get the free download and just wait patiently practice meditation and wait patiently <laughs> for, the, for the merchandise to return <laughs> Okay, and then check out Cosmic Goodie Bag on Instagram and that too. And check out Cosmic Goodie Bag on Instagram. Um, she was on this on this live, but check her out. Follow her. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna wrap up. Thank you so much, and let's do this again. I really All right. Your time. All right. Cool. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Are you interested in starting your own podcast? You're in luck. I've created Power Up Podcast, a fully instructive online course so you don't have to start from scratch, including all things technical, the secrets and the systems I've learned over the years. I've spent hours in research and development and ready to share it with you now, all for $149 DIY style. Or for $295, you have full access to me for four 30-minute consultation calls. Start your podcast now. Or maybe you have a friend that's ready to start a podcast and they've been talking about it. It's a great time to share it with them. It'd be a great way to support the show as well. I'm a one-man band over here trying to get all this information out and I'd love your support. Check Cosmic Goodie Bag, that's goodie with a Y, dot com for details.